Well, it's good to be back with you last week. Uh, You know, one of the things that I do when you miss two Sundays in a row is that I write you a note letting you know that I missed you. Uh, Last night I got home from my trip and I went to the mailbox and I found, Dear Tommy, just a note to let you know that we missed you two Sundays. We hope to have you back in our congregation soon. Cornerstone class. Um, I write you two Sundays in a row so that you will learn to at least try to put a Sunday in between your misses like I did, okay? But I am glad to be back. I I may not ever leave again. It seems as if uh, last week I received texts saying, uh, Tommy, if you do decide to come back, you're going to have to up your game a little bit because uh, Jim Clardy used sound effects in his sermon. (laughs) And then I find out that people got baptized last week while I was gone. And that hasn't happened since I've been here in months. And then I came back home last night and Rutherford County Sheriff's Department decided to welcome me back with some report of civil summons or something. Uh, yeah, I've got, I'm being subpoenaed. Um, my person that, bought, that built my condo actually built our retaining pond on somebody else's property. And so, uh, yeah, that's fun. Welcome back to Rutherford County. So uh, I may just go back home. Uh, back to where I came from. But um, anyway, it is great to be back with you this morning. I am so delighted. Uh, I had a wonderful trip. I got to go down and visit some of my seminary friends in Boca Raton, Florida, and then went on a cruise. I'll be with you for a while now, so you'll have to just put up with me. But it was a great trip. When I went to see my friends in Boca Raton, one of the things that uh, they were talking to me about is how that they'd recently decided to buy one of those little Echoes uh, and make their home uh, a smart home with Alexa. And so uh, they would said, Here, here's how it works, Tommy. You say, Alexa, uh, what's the weather? And Alexa would tell the weather. You could say, Alexa, turn on or off the lights. And Alexa would turn on and off the lights. You could say, Alexa, add eggs to the grocery list. And Alexa will add eggs to the grocery list. You could say, Alexa, play Jimmy Buffett. And it would play Jimmy Buffett. If you're going on a cruise, that's probably a good song to listen to as um, you, you go. But one of the things that they told me about this new invention that they have in their home, not new to many of you, was that sometimes Alexa acts up and speaks when not spoken to. Uh, Sometimes Alexa will just start talking, assuming that you were trying to solicit some information from Alexa. And the reason why Alexa does that, or Siri, or Google, you pick your uh, artificial intelligence, is because they're always listening to you. The truth of the matter is, is that those things are always listening, and... and, um, And they're always 
trying to do it according to their websites in the name of improving the customer experience. Well, that's kind of creepy, isn't it? I mean, for those of you who are my age and older, we grew up watching these movies and these television shows where all of this stuff was just fantasy. We never thought that it could actually really happen. I mean, when I was watching The Jetsons and Lost in Space and Star Trek, it was the stuff that was beyond the realm of possibilities, but that fantasy aspect of it made it so interesting. And now, those of us who grew up maybe thinking that stuff was never possible are seeing it happen every single day. This artificial intelligence that can respond at our whim and do what we want it to do is truly amazing. Well, I probably shouldn't remind you of this, but there was another movie. You remember 2001 Space Odyssey? You remember what the theme of that movie was? Where the computers started turning on humans and killing them? But I, that, surely that can't happen, right? I mean, none of this other stuff. Okay, maybe I better go on. But anyway, you see this kind of thing, and it is just truly, truly amazing. Well, I started thinking, in some ways, isn't our relationship with God and Alexa sort of similar? I mean, when we get into a pickle, we start yelling at God, Hey, Savior! Hey, God! I need this, or I want this. Tell me this. Assure me of this. And we're constantly barking out commands at God the way we bark out commands at Siri. And the interesting thing is, is that while Alexa and Siri and Google can tell us the report of the weather, they don't control the weather. And so while there are a lot of similarities between God and this artificial intelligence that we use in the way that we speak to God, but there's some fundamental differences about God too. And so I thought about that as I was reading this lectionary passage from today. The psalmist, we're told, has waited patiently on the Lord. And as I read this, I was reminded of how impatient many of us, myself included, have become in this era of instant communication and instant notification. You know, what I didn't realize is that uh, Siri and Alexa and Google only work when you've got an internet connection. Did you know that? When you're on the cruise and you put your um, uh, phone on airplane mode and you try to say, hey Siri, set an alarm for 15 minutes so I don't miss... I'm not sure what you want me to change. See? (laughs) When I asked Siri to remind me of 15 minutes later so that I wouldn't miss the start of the dinner time, she said, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble with that. I'll keep trying. Sorry, still no uh, whatever. And it went on and on and on. And so I finally just Googled when I got to a port of call, why won't Siri set my alarm? And it won't work without airplane mode. And so she just said, I'll keep trying. 
but she never could. And I'm getting mad at Siri. I'm getting impatient with Siri. I'm like, look, I'm not asking you to tell me anything. I'm just simply asking you to set an alarm on my phone for 15 minutes so I can beat all the rest of those people to the feeding trough. But it would not work. Well, I kept feeling frustrated. And some of us get frustrated when we talk to God. I mean, we, we tell God what we want. We tell God what we need. We tell God what we think is in our best interest. We want God to do this or do that. But we get so impatient because God doesn't answer the prayer as quickly as we would like or as, uh, as clearly as we would like or in the way that we think God should answer the prayer. And Siri hasn't helped us in our faith life. I mean, it may help you to find your way to a, 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 a destination. It may tell you what time it is. It may tell you what the weather is going to be. But it has not helped us to be more patient people. In fact, it's made us more impatient when everything else happens instantly and then when God doesn't act as quickly or as decisively as we would like, it really drives us insane. Waiting patiently on the Lord is something that, that I think used to come a little easier. Not a lot, but a little easier. But the psalmist tells us that waiting patiently on the Lord is a sign of our trust in God. God doesn't respond uh, to this patient psalmist immediately, but eventually does. And God turns and inclines God's ear, and we're told here, hears the psalmist's cry. And eventually God responds, not to every beck and call of the person calling Siri or Alexa or Google, not to do exactly what we want, but God responds according to God's good purposes for us. God sees things that we don't see, God understands things that we don't understand, And so our patient waiting on the Lord is a sign of our trust in this God. And we're told that eventually God lifts the psalmist up out of this miry pit, this this mud and muck, and puts the psalmist on solid ground. One of the things that I did while I was on this Uh, cruise is that I hiked up this huge mountain in the Dominican Republic and saw 27 waterfalls and got to slide down a lot of them. But it was so muddy at times that I had trouble standing. And that's the way life is for so many of us. And it's the way the psalmist's life was. And the psalmist just kept waiting patiently. And eventually we're told that God lifted the psalmist up out of the mud and the muck. And placed the psalmist on solid, dry ground. A firm foundation. And then we're told that the psalmist 
was given a new song in his heart by God. Now, Alexa will play the song that you want, that you request. But Alexa can't play you the song that God has for you. Alexa is limited in what she can do, but here we're told that the psalmist is listening to a song, not that he requested, but that God placed in his mouth. And this song that God placed in the psalmist's mouth because he waited patiently and because he trusted in God to act in God's own good time, this song led other people to believe and to trust in God. And the psalmist goes on to say that blessed are those who put their trust in the Lord instead of all lesser things and people worthy of trust. And it's as if God is saying to us, all of this artificial intelligence that you have at your disposal can respond instantly in so many ways. But if you place your trust in me, good things are going to happen. You are going to be blessed. And then it says that the psalmist actually goes to church. Actually goes to the temple. This psalmist who had been mired in the muck and the mud in a difficult circumstance in life. Who had cried out over and over and over again to God. Who waited patiently on the Lord. Who was then lifted up out of the mud and out of the muck. And placed on a solid foundation. This psalmist who put his trust in God instead of other lesser forms then ends up going to the temple to the sanctuary and speaks of God's faithfulness this psalmist rededicates his life to the one that he waited on so patiently this one that had placed him once again on solid footing in his life and one of the greatest joys for me as a pastor and I suspect for you as the people of God is to hear the story of someone who has found themselves in the mud and the muck of life who waited patiently on the Lord, who cried out to the Lord and find themselves being lifted up and lifted out of that awful situation and placed on solid ground. You see, we uh, like to be in control when we're using Siri and when we're using Alexa. But we are not in control of God. But God will act. And God is up to something good. And God is not just listening to you like Siri and Alexa. God is actually with you. Even when you're in the muck. Even when you're in the mud. God so loved you that God sent God's Son for you. And even after that Son Jesus ascended back into the heaven, God did not want me or you to be alone. And so He promised the gift of the Holy Spirit. 
that is always in and around us and working through us. I want to know your story. And so if you have found yourself in the mud or in the muck, if you have wondered and waited patiently for the Lord, and you have experienced something of God lifting you up out of that muck and placing you on solid ground again, then I want to hear your story. Better yet, I want the church to hear your story. Because the psalmist goes to the temple after God has acted. And it says that other people came to believe and trust in the Lord because of the testimony of the one who once was lost. Who once was in sinking sand and now has been saved. And so I'd like for you to email me or make an appointment. I'll come see you, you come see me. I'd love to hear the story of how you found yourself in a desolate situation and God pulled you out. It might have been when you were going through a divorce. It might have been when you lost a child. It might have been when you lost a job. It might have been when you couldn't see any evidence of God's hand at work in your life. But you kept waiting and you were patient and you had trust in God and then all of a sudden you felt yourself being lifted out of that pit. Your story of salvation, of being redeemed and saved by our God might be the story that somebody else needs to hear So that they might trust. So that they might believe. I'm hoping you'll share those stories with me. I'm hoping that you'd be willing to stand up here sometime and share those stories with the church.